internet brand strategist Sandra Beck interviews top business coaches, speakers, authors, and thought leaders to bring you the best business tips, tricks, and techniques to give your idea the best possible chance for success. From writing your first novel, to telecommuting from home, to taking your small business to infinity and beyond. Now here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey everybody, this is Sandra Beck and I'm visiting today with Robin Boyd and we're going to talk about goal setting and particularly the problem with goal setting because I have found over the years, I've studied lots of different goal setting strategies with mm-hmm. you know different companies, different philosophies, different groups of people, including, you know, the goal setting for the army is very difficult or very different than the goal setting for Navy SEALs. I mean, it's, it's amazing how, mm-hmm. how different our goal setting is. And the one that I really want to talk about today, Rob, is the concept of SMART goals. You know, and everybody says, oh, SMART goals are the way to go. It's specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. Mm-hmm. And, you know, organizations use these SMART goals because, You can clearly define it for employees. You can set a timeline to overcome procrastination and you can motivate employees to stay on track. And I think all those things are well and good, but the SMART goals, when applied to my fitness, health, and weight loss, you know, I sit a lot, Rob, I work on the computer all day. I'm on the radio and I'm sitting in front of a microphone and then I sit in the car and then I sit at the basketball games and the soccer games for my kids. I mean, mm-hmm. I sit a lot. And so mm-hmm. I sat down with my SMART acronym that I use for my company and applied it to my health. And, you know, Rob, it, it, it didn't work out so great. <laughs> I know. And I think so many times we try and set our goals into cookie cutter expectations. We are women who think that we're supposed to look lean and thin. We are women who uh, the, the first goal is, did you lose how much, how many pounds did you lose? And I think what we need to sort of twist is what is our expectation of ourselves and we have to be honest with ourselves sure I'd love to wear a smaller size of clothes but I want to be able to get through the day without feeling like I need a nap I want to be able to get to the point where I don't have to stop halfway up a flight of stairs and take a breath and catch my breath I want to be able to be carry my groceries into the house and not be out of breath and have to stop in between when you stop and think of what is it your goal is, it I might not be losing weight, but I am functioning better. And I think that's where the goal setting has to be more customized to you and look at your what you can attain right now and see those results to then propel you to better uh, in, in subsequent results. Well, that's that's the thing about the focus. You know, my focus was so narrow Mm. that it was all about success or failure. And you know, Mm -hmm. when you're when you're you know your reproductive years, I'll say this gently, Mm -hmm. your hormone fluctuations can cause water gain fluctuations. Mm -hmm. You know, between five or six pounds, and I can't tell you how many times I went to stand on the scale because my focus was very narrow. I wanted to lose twenty pounds. Why 20? I don't know. It was just my, but you know, it was measurable. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, achievable. It was all these things. And I, you know, I wanted to do it in two months 
because that's what SMART taught me to do. It's specific. Yeah. It's measurable. It's definitely achievable and realistic. Mm-hmm. And it's time bound. So mm-hmm. I did that whole thing for my weight loss. And I did lose the 20 pounds, but then hormones would hit. And then I didn't lose the 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to losing the 20 pounds. And, you know, I was really frustrated because it became a success and failure thing. And Rob, as I went on this journey, I really ramped up my indoor cycling and I would indoor mm-hmm. cycle five days a week and I would lift weights. And I fit in clothes that are two and three sizes smaller. Mm-hmm. I can lift a 50 pound bag of dog food and carry mm-hmm. it up the hill to where my dogs are and no trouble, the chlorine to the pool. I can brush my whole pool, yeah. which used to take me two sessions yeah. you know, to brush yeah. it. Like I'd brush half and then I'd rest and then I'd brush half. Now I brush the whole thing in about 10 minutes, easy peasy done. Mm-hmm. But I felt like a failure because my weight goal didn't hit. Now I look good. I feel good. Mm -hmm. I sleep better. And so I looked at that going, my focus was too narrow and my success and failure measurements kept fluctuating. Mm -hmm. And go ahead. Oh, what I was going to say is, and that's where I think we are so ingrained in those cookie cutter goals, as opposed to looking at what do we need? You look great. You have, you look better than you have in a long time. And I, and I've known you for years. I think the fact that you can uh, sustain and you can lift though, that's where I think our perspective needs to change. And we are so hard on ourselves just think about our morning constitutional. You know, you might have a couple of days where you, you were a little bit off. Um, that's going to have some weight gain if, if you're not um, having your, your regular morning constitutional. Right, you're that's, eliminating your That's waste. right, yeah. your waste. So when you're start, starting to uh, look at your health, I think there's so many components and you have to sort of break those down and be more logical as opposed to uh, setting yourself up for failure. And that's when, when you're looking at the scale, um, you, it, it, of course you want to use it as a guide, but that shouldn't be your only measure. You're going to have to look at your measure of your, how do you feel? How do you, uh, sustain your day? How do you, uh, are you able to lift those, that dog food? Yep, you can. You couldn't do that probably a year ago. That's where your success is. And that's where you have, uh, done so much more for your health. Well, that's it. But you know, I could, I could have given up. When, you know, Mm -hmm. I had that five, six pound weight gain, you know, from the Mm -hmm. hormones and I had to wait it out and I, you know, I freaked out. I stopped eating, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Me too. I've done it. It's like, how did I get to my 20 pound goal? And then I'm back to my 16 pound goal. And, you know, that's where it can be really discouraging. And, you know, Mm -hmm. somebody like me can give up or Mm -hmm. switch to something different. And um, I think the hard thing with health it's like laundry. (laughs) (laughs) Every day you get another pile to fold and wash. Like it's, it's Mm -hmm. ongoing, you know, some projects we do, Rob, in business, especially it's a one and done, or we finish Mm -hmm. it and it's complete. And we have this wonderful sense of completion. Mm -hmm. And I find with the health management, as we get older and as we get more sedentary, because as your job responsibilities increase, you do become more sedentary. You sit in more meetings. Mm-hmm. Then you sit mm-hmm. in, 
meetings with clients and they want to go out to dinner and mm-hmm. you know all these things are an important part of business but they make it really hard to sustain good health and mm-hmm. One of the things that, you know, I really want to take a moment here to thank our sponsor because Care of is our sponsor. And for those of you playing along at home, go ahead and check out their website. It's takecareof.com and you can enter Coach Talk to get 25% off your first Care of order. And Care of is a subscription service that delivers vitamins and supplements customized to your specific health needs. And there's a short quiz that you can take about your diet, lifestyle, fitness, and health goals. And then Care-of puts together a personalized plan just for you. Now, Rob, I want to tell you how much I love this product because first of all, I put in my health goals, which were, mm-hmm. you know, things like more energy. I wanted, you know, mm-hmm. I'm getting a little older, so I care about my skin and my hair. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to look my best, but I also want to feel my best. And Um, So I put all the questions, answered all the questions, and then they put together these customized packages for me so I don't have to go to stand there at, I mean, have you seen the wall of Oh, absolutely. And that's exactly it. I, one of the things I love about care of's uh, process is you do, it, it gives you a good analytical uh, quiz. It, it only takes about five minutes to find out your personal scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. And once they have put that together for you, you are, you're not only talking about supporting weight management or healthcare, you're talking skin and nails and it really gets personalized. But what's even better is that it comes to you in an easy and convenient supplement packet. And like you say, San, you're going to the pharmacy and you're trying to read all those little labels. You're not sure whether that particular thing is going to target what you're trying to do and how is it going to integrate with everything else that you take. So I love the fact that these supplements all come in a little uh, daily vitamin pack or a protein powder sent right to your door right to your door and it's so cute and customized the packets even have your name on i do i love that and i love the little quotes that they put on them exactly yeah you know rob it allows me to grab and go and you know when i look at getting myself you know back to optimum health you know my kids Mm -hmm. are now in middle school and grade school so i don't have the excuse like oh i got little ones running around And I know after 15 years of child raising that I need to take better care of myself. You know, I was really running myself into the ground. So as I develop this healthy routine, I've got my little box, my little, it's like a six by nine box that just the corner of my kitchen. Like a dispenser. It's like a little dispenser. And that's so cool. Yeah, because I can pick it out and and I can, I know that that's taken care of. And I use their protein powders too, because- I'm a big protein powder drinker. I like to have yep. it in my workout, especially if I teach two indoor cycle classes back to back, I need something like I need mm-hmm. something to sustain me mm-hmm. in there. And so, you know, to have the protein powders in the individually wrapped packets, like the tubs are great and everything. I keep those in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. But the little packets I can throw in my gym bag with my shaker bottle. And they're really important, mm-hmm. Rob, because I need to keep going. And I also need to keep going in a way that doesn't kill the environment. And I want to talk about, because they have something really cool, the 
compostable packs. They like, are. We're talk about this. Yeah, in April of this past year, of this year, our their vitamin packs are made with plant-based film now, uh, specifically wood pulp and a fermented blend of corn, cassava root, and sugarcane. That means that their new vitamin pack films meet the same safety standards as their previous packs, which ensure your vitamins are protected and stay safe and fresh, but they're so much better for the environment and now are compostable. Uh, and to me, the, the fact that the company is so conscious about uh, sustainability and as well as our own health, that tells me it's a win-win uh, for, for me to be using care of products. Well, yeah, that's the difference. Like that's the difference that they yeah. have between that and other products. And so, you know, to get, to, to be part of my healthy routine and to be mm -hmm. so easy and convenient and then to make a difference in the environment, yep. it's like win, 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 win. Yep, so yep, for 25% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter coach talk. That's C O A C H T A L K like coach talk radio for 25% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter coach talk. Rob, I just, I can't tell you how much I love these products. I love them from top to bottom. They have these little energy batteries that I like. Um, there's, they're like in these little, they look like little sugar packets. They taste good. And mm -hmm. I can throw those in my gym bag. Or if I have to get up really early for a show or a call, I know that I can count on them to power me up throughout the day and be a really big part of my healthy routine. Yeah. And it is true. Uh, in our business, Busy lives, we have to find the things that are going to make our lives easier to be able to still take care of ourselves. And that's not so that we'll fall victim to uh, convenience type foods. We want to be prepared to be able to uh, eat right and keep ourselves healthy. Because if we're not healthy, if we're not keeping ourselves healthy, the rest of, of everybody else around us is not going to benefit. Our projects, our work, our, our, our kids, everything is not going to be uh, at, at our peak performance. So, yeah, we've got to take care of ourselves. Well, and, you know, I'm between taking care of my dad, who's 86, my two mm -hmm. kids who are middle school and elementary school, I'm sole supporting, I run a company, mm -hmm. Rob, and I teach at my gym because I need to, I needed to double up. I needed to get paid for my workouts. I know that sounds mm -hmm. silly, but, you know, as a professional coach, I, I need to be, I can't not be fit for my right. clients and right. to find the right protein fiber, botanical powders, you know, mm -hmm get my electrolytes, all these things. They have this great um, product that I like. It's the, the creatine, the chia flax, and then the whey protein chocolate. Um, it's just fantastic. So go to takecareof.com to get 25% off your first order and enter coach talk. That's 25% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com dot com and enter coach talk. Rob, I want to talk a little bit more about taking care of ourselves because when we get into those smart goal setting, how mm -hmm. do you how do you measure some of the stuff? That's another way that the smart goal setting didn't work because <clears throat> sorry, to get into time bound, like you know, SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time bound. So it's specific. Well, I want to sleep more. So, so specifically and measurably, what does that mean? I literally tried to do it with my Fitbit and my phone app. 
to try to prove to myself that I was getting more sleep. I would go to bed earlier. I would get out of bed later. Sometimes I would take naps, but it was really hard to measure this and to be realistic. And then there was no ending to it because this is building a new habit. And if so, if your goal is to sleep more, eat better, work out more, it's really hard to apply SMART goals to those because in some ways you can go, I can eat three vegetables a day. I can sleep eight hours a day, but then you get up with a sick kid. So you just blew your SMART goal. Well, I think it's not looking at it in a finite uh, perspective. Think about checking back uh, maybe six months ago and maybe three months ago and maybe now. I think when you're talking about measurability, overall, are you feeling better than you did last year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But again, I don't have any measurable, it's just anecdotal. You know, you're, you're talking to me, OCD San, who yeah. you know, writes down, like I look at my workout log, I look at my mm-hmm. sleep log, you know, thank God it's all on my phone now. Mm. But I do get a little nutty on this stuff to go, how do I really, me- how do you measure feeling good? Well, and there again, when you're talking about something that isn't tangible, feeling good isn't something that is, it's not a weight. It's not a, a, it's not something you can hold. So therefore you have to look at a perspective. And I think once you focus on a perspective, then it's a little more of a thing. Whereas just an ent being an entity and you have to look at how did you feel a year ago? How do you feel, say, six months ago, three months ago, and how do you feel now? Of course, we're, we have uh, ebbs and flows in our lives. We're going to have um, our period once a month. We're going to have a sick kid or take care of our, our parent. Or maybe there was something a little more catastrophic that was a little uh, jolt in our lives that's going to create uh, an imbalance. Aside from those, you have to look at maybe a, a, a bigger picture and then look at your, how does, how does right now relate to a year ago, five years ago? Think about your health five years ago. Do we want to be focusing on goals for our future? Yes, but you do have to kind of track a little bit of where you were in the past. What was successful for you in the past and what didn't work in the past? And if you know that something wasn't successful for you in the past, take that as a learning lesson instead of feeling as as if it were a failure. All right, that didn't work for me. I have to retrain my brain in another way, and I have to set a different kind of goal for myself so that you're not repeating what was failed. You are using it as something that's going to propel you into a better you for your future. Well, that's that's the thing that that I struggled with in the beginning when I first started taking control of my health. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know where to begin. Mm-hmm. And then I had way too many, you know, I think self-driven people have a tendency to overload themselves with yeah. all these high priorities. Sure. Because I didn't know what was number one in my life. And, you know, if I focused on my company, Rob, I can make a lot of money. 
Yeah. But the problem is my health suffers. I don't see my kids and I pile up my bank account. And then what happens is I pile up my bank account. Then I'm like, Ooh, I got all this money in the bank. Like, Oh, now I can spend some time with the kids. And it's like kids, 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 family, 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 fun, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the kind of the money drains out. And then, you know, my health, only when I get sick, only when I really have trouble, when I can't fit into my clothes, all of a sudden it's like, ooh, now I have to do something about it. And mm-hmm. you know, getting that balance, getting that, um, getting that structure. It's you're reacting as opposed to being uh, proactive, and there maybe it means booking yourself some uh like now when you're doing your spin classes that's something you're doing for you um you're putting that in a priority in your life um and even even if there's a couple of priorities that are just for you that's going to fit into everything else and you're not going to have to be reactive to say oh god i just gained five more pounds you're focusing on on you as being healthier because you're doing your spin. Maybe it's that time of the month and you got a little weight gain. Don't focus on on the negative. You're looking at the fact that you can sustain uh, your energy for an awful lot longer than you ever did before, and well, you and are I in better shape. Well, I off my workouts if I was tired, if the kids had something, yeah. And if I had work. And so mm-hmm. the interesting thing that's happened now that I'm a certified spin instructor, licensed mm-hmm. and certified, and I'm, you know, at the gym five days a week teaching my classes is I get paid for it. So now it's work. Like, you know how they always yeah. say, go ahead and schedule, yeah. schedule in your, um, schedule in your workouts like their work like you know blah 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 but you know they're not work so you can you know if you have work yeah. to or you have a paid gig you know you can easily punt those and there goes your health right out the window I didn't have that ability to prioritize my workouts well now yeah. I do because they're part of my job they actually pay my car payment yeah, yeah. And maybe that was a goal that you changed. You have to look at goals that are right for you. And and I think there again, breaking away from our cookie cutter goals um, creates us to be a little more creative to make sure that we're doing things that are right for our lifestyle. I mean, look at my traveling kids, for goodness sakes. They are talking, they're breaking every mold there is. They're, they're in an RV for two years and counting. Um, their goal was to find a better place for their business and their health. But looking at the map, you can shoot a dart at, at a map and say, all right, well, maybe we'll try, we'll try Tacoma or shoot another dart. Oh, maybe we'll try um, Phoenix. Until you actually experience it, you don't quite know where you're going to go. For them, their long-term goal is to find a better place for their work, their careers, and their health. But in order to get there, they've got a long journey to experience different things. Their goals have changed a little bit. And there again, just like a business plan, you have short-term goals, long-term goals, and you have to reassess at various points and adjust your goals to make sure that you are still in an attainable mode. Right, right. Well, that's the thing, you know, Rob, I realized too, you know, we all are given the same 24 hours. Yeah. 
So how do we, you know, how do we make that work for us? And one of the things that I, I really thought about, I know like everybody says, oh, you can't multitask, you can't multitask, but you can do a lot of things at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, like one of the things that I do, Rob, is before I go to teach my indoor cycle class, I throw in the load of laundry. Mm-hmm. I pick up my one son to take him to dance. I chose a gym that's right next to the dance studio mm-hmm. and right down the street from the high school. So one kid goes to basketball practice, one kid goes to dance, and I go to, so we're all actually working out at the same time in three mm-hmm. different places. Mm-hmm. I'm also getting paid and the laundry's getting done. And, and if I'm really adventurous, I can throw in like a pot roast or something before I leave. So dinner's ready when we all come home. I mean, it does create a little bit of, you know, 15 minute chaos to get mm-hmm. everybody where they need to go on time. But it's possible to double up some of these things because there isn't, I don't have 36 hours in my day. You know, I have 24. And when I first looked at putting in my workouts and, oh my God, Rob, I was just like, where are they going to fit? You know, I can do isometrics while I drive, but you know, I'm also driving in 80 mile an hour traffic. I don't think you want people doing (laughs) butt clinches, you know, while you're driving on the freeway. You know, at some point you just go, okay, I'm going to have to double up some things because Mm -hmm. there is no time. Think about how marvelous we are. Think about that. Stop and give yourself a pat on the back. When you stop and think how we do so many things like a puzzle, we fit so much in a day, and yet we are so hard on ourselves because we are thinking we didn't do enough, we didn't do enough. How many times have you sent, I know you don't have a husband, but if you sent a guy to, and I I hate being, I, I don't mean to just dump this on guys, go and get butter. Well, they went and got the butter and they came home with the butter. They did their job, but they didn't think about what do we need for supper? You know, I mean, there are so many times that we do, our brains do have to sort of think on, on many levels and that sort of inner ability to be a little more organized and a little more uh, good planners uh, planning is a part of goal setting and that doesn't fit into the SMART acronym, but I think you're, what you're just describing is, is an incredible feat because you get it all done and you are successful uh, and you are a more successful business person because of all of the other things that you fit into your life. Um, and I, I have a feeling that we don't tend to transcend some of our personal life into our business lives as much as we should because the skills that we have running a household certainly make our work lives a whole lot better because we have those skills. Right. Well, and, you know, I studied a lot, you know, about organization and optimization and, you know, trying to make sense of running a household and running a business Mm -hmm. and trying to look at the differences between kids and employees, you know, because there's, there's some crossover with some of these, you know, we, Mm -hmm. we empower our, our employees to do a better job so we can make more money, Mm -hmm. you know, do we empower our kids to mm-hmm. do more around the house so they can build confidence and like mm-hmm. workload? You know, there's all mm-hmm. these corollaries after, you know, doing oh, yeah. for almost 20 years 
um, that I'm drawing. But mm -hmm. then there's times when I really have to stop and say, you're a kid, not an employee. You're mm -hmm. an employee, not a kid. Smart goals work in certain aspects of the business, mm -hmm. but they don't work in certain aspects of the personal life. But the one thing that I will say that works across the board is the bundling of tasks. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, when you bundle things and I like to bundle things and I have these laminated cleaning checklists on my wall. I have a laminated work list for what I need to do because there's repetitive tasks that have to be done. You know, billing has to be done every Thursday. Mm -hmm. uh, bill paying has to be done every Tuesday. You know, radio shows on Monday, Tuesdays and Thursdays, like all of those are finite you can count on them and they're repetitive even though the things might change mm -hmm. we know we have a soccer season we know we have baseball season and having all those things bundled when i know it's it's soccer season rob and i have to juggle mm -hmm. i know that i'm going to be doing more work at the soccer field and in my car or during basketball season i'll work in the gym mm -hmm. Because there's no point in me driving to and from places because it's just dead time unless I can make calls. Right, right. And you're setting different goals because you're fluctuating and your schedule is fluctuating. Doesn't mean that you're not going to meet your goals. You're just going to do it in a different way, yeah. but you're still focused on getting the job done. And um, that's where your satisfaction should be is that you are getting the job done. doesn't matter how you get it done. You've got, you got it done. Right. You're successful. Right. Well, and that's, that's one of the things, like there are certain things that I need to have done in my house every week. The toilets need to be cleaned. The kitchen counter sure. needs to be cleaned. The kitchen floor needs mm -hmm. to be cleaned. Like there are certain things that, you know, we have to, for health reasons, we have to sustain. Mm -hmm. But it's no different than my radio shows. If the radio shows mm -hmm. don't get done, we don't have the financial resources to stay mm -hmm. in our home. Like, you know, there's, you know, cars need gas. There's certain mm -hmm. things. And I do this Sunday planning every night. Um, every week I sit down on Sunday night, anywhere between four and seven o'clock at night. And I look through last week's planner and I look at what didn't get done. You know, what wasn't effective? Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people use their planners to plan ahead mm -hmm. and they don't think about, you should take a look behind. Mm-hmm. To see what didn't work well, what could have been done better. You know, that's where when I when I was trying to jam in my gym workouts, um, I got really frustrated. And then when I thought, I'm like, gosh, I'm at this gym all of these days for these classes. And then I went and looked up what it would cost to get certified. What if I were teaching these classes, you know, and not, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then the other thing I did, Rob, was I looked at my schedule back looking, going, I tried to do my weightlifting on Monday. It didn't happen. Then it happened Tuesday. Then it didn't happen on Thursday. Then it mm -hmm. happened Friday. And I went back and I looked through my um, planner and I realized my two weight training sessions can only happen on Wednesdays and Sundays. Because mm -hmm. you look at the history of what didn't get done mm -hmm. or what had to be moved and trying to cram in an hour and a half weightlifting session isn't going to happen on anything other than a Sunday afternoon or a Wednesday morning. They were the only two openings that I had in my schedule. 
And so when you look back at your schedule a week ago, a month ago, you start to see trends and you see the trends Mm -hmm. of cancellations and -hmm. what didn't happen. And I also know that my cooking on Sundays gets me through to Thursday. So I have to make sure now that my kids are growing, they're Mm -hmm. eating a lot more. Max is eating for two and, you know, we, we go Sunday to Thursday on one set of grocery shopping and one set of meals. Mm -hmm. Then I need to do another one for Friday, Saturday, and then start over again on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I do the same thing only on a yearly scale. Um, We have two product programs that we launch every year. What I like doing is looking at my last year's product and and it's part of your analysis and it's part of uh, looking at what your goals were for that particular season, what did get accomplished and what didn't get accomplished. And I revamp where I'm going for my next season based on what either didn't get done Did I get my collateral materials to the printer in enough time? Did I create the training modules uh, so that the volunteers or the the people who needed them had them in a timely manner? So I'm looking at what did or didn't get done at what point in time last year so that I can build my forecast now uh, for my for my following year and be able to be more on target and get the things that whether it be collateral materials to my training modules or even just structuring my time for uh, one-on-ones or my meeting times so that I'm meeting the goals of, of my people. Um, and I need to do just what you're saying. I need to look at last year, what was great, what didn't work uh, and what am I hearing in feedback? Because there's a couple of points in our program that we realized that people had some pain points that we need to address and figure out a way to make easier for them so that they are more successful. So when you've got the success of other people riding on your shoulders, you do need to make sure that you are in a proactive mode as opposed to reactive when you've got 20 people calling your front desk saying, I don't know how to do this. I can't get this. And you're then reacting be more proactive by looking at your your past year's history well and reacting is exhausting oh my gosh and you're never efficient with it because you're putting band-aids on something and you're never quite right if you're doing it proactively you're uh you're creating a a complete uh, success plan it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter if you're building widgets it doesn't matter if you're uh you're a nurse or a doctor or a psychologist. It doesn't matter who you are. You're needing to be proactive to, co- to create a complete success plan. When you're putting Band-Aids on things, you're not successful. You're feeling frustrated. The people who utilize your services are not feeling successful. They might go somewhere else. Uh, and you certainly don't want to risk that. You want your, the people who are depending on you to feel successful too. I think that's so important. Well, and when you react, a lot of times you wing it. Oh, yeah. And you hope that it's the right thing. Right. That whole process is exhausting. Mm -hmm. You know, the days that I have to really course correct and adjust and wing it. And, you know, I I used to look at, um, you know, this is one of the reasons that I switched my radio schedule around. Mondays and Tuesdays, Rob, were nightmares. 
Mm-hmm. I generally would get between four and six hours sleep at most. And I realized after looking at some of this stuff and then looking at my Fitbit, you know, to see I got almost no steps. So I was sitting all day. Mm-hmm. I didn't sleep, which means I was working too many hours and stressed. You know, when you look at some of these tools that we have at our disposal, mm-hmm. I realized, you know what, I need to move some stuff around. So I started moving my recordings mm-hmm. to other days and said, you know what, I'm going to record on Friday for Monday. Yeah. And I'm going to buy those two hours because if the guest doesn't show up, I can still record on Saturday and Sunday, still make my contractual obligation for um, Monday and make sure everything goes on the air on time. And that way, if I have a sick kid or I have a power outage or a storm, you know, these things we can't expect that proactivity can come from looking at your planner whether it's a year ago, a week ago, a month ago, and go, mm-hmm. how do I, how do I do this better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think too, you learn, uh, it, it gives you a little more confidence. And isn't that part of all of our lives? We want to grow. We want to be um, better at what we do. We want to feel that that inner success, uh, getting a handle on it is, is really key. Um, and then you are a better mentor. You are, uh, all the stronger to be able to share what you need to share, whatever your industry is. Um, I'm always trying very hard to not just give, uh, the gals who work under me, the answer, I want to give them the path for them to discover the answer with my guidance in that we want to evolve and we want to become a stronger team. Um, if I'm doing it all and I just feel that the, the weight is all on my shoulders, that's not giving them the opportunity to grow either. Um, and, and we certainly want them to, uh, to advance. We want them to be able to feel that success too and be a stronger part of the team because they certainly are very bright. They've got ideas. They have things that they know um, maybe that I don't know. So I I certainly love that reevaluation and propelling forward. Yeah, you need it. I mean, the other thing too is that you find as you age and as things change, you know, like as my dad has aged out and required more care and my kids have aged out and required less care, Mm. it's still a shift. So nothing Mm -hmm. stays the same. Nothing stays finite. So Mm -hmm. have these periodic, you know, Mm reevaluations like my Sunday night. And on Sunday nights, Rob, too, I also identify what is most important for me to get done this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, because each day when I start my business day, I open my planner, I look and I, I plan out my day. You know, I have my appointments already preset and my regular things to do. But I really do take a minute to go, what are the top three things I need to do today that either mm-hmm. make my life easier, make other things so that they don't have a problem or they don't, you know, I don't even need them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like placing a, an online order for groceries, mm-hmm. you know, and then I can just literally drive there with my van, pick it up and go, mm-hmm. you know, these are some things that, that, you know, I've, I've adjusted over the years because I don't have the luxury of walking around the aisles for an hour, picking out what I want. Sometimes I do, but yeah. sometimes I don't. 
Yeah. I We actually have a delivery service from our grocery store, and I have succumbed to that. But my goodness, it saves me time. And there are certain times that I do want to go, I do want to pick out a certain roast, or I do want to pick out uh, something specific. But when it comes to the everyday things, I want that bag of frozen corn, or I want that, uh, the, the, uh, yams or the sweet potatoes and maybe a head of cabbage. Those are the kinds of things that I'm so grateful for these kinds of services because it gives me time to focus on what I do need to focus on, which is sustaining my family's income and uh, being able to be not frazzled when I don't have enough time to fit it all into those 24 hours. Right. Well, look at the corollaries. Like, you know, I don't know anybody unless it's a last minute thing that does their office supply shopping in the store. Oh my word. Yeah. <laughs> you go online and you get your pencils and your pens and you get your reams, yeah. reams of paper, you get your toner cartridges, you know, yeah. and it all just comes in a box and opens it. Well, if you look at your life, things like laundry detergent, dry goods, mm-hmm. pastas, you know exactly what brand you That's right. like. You don't have to stand there to pick out the ideal box of, of you know, rototelli pasta. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but there's things like that that I've come accustomed to. I just go down my list. And I realized too, Rob, I live rural. So it costs me $13 round mm-hmm. trip to go to the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. That's my exactly. gas. And that's not even including the wear and tear on the car. That's just right. gas. Right. So if my bill at the grocery store for my dry goods is even $15, like less, Mm -hmm. I've actually, I have to tack that 15 or $20 on every time I go shop. Now the mental break of going out and shopping is one thing, because I do love to walk around office superstores and look at everything and see what's new. But that to me is a treat, you know, so to order my office supplies online, but also to order my home supplies online is really it's 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 kind of the same thing yeah it is it is the same thing um and there again you're feeling good in that you're prepared you have the supplies that you need you have the whether you're talking business or home whether it's yes i've got enough toilet paper to last for the next 6 months <laughs> and not have to worry about it um though or whether i've got enough toner cartridge so that i don't have to worry when i've got that oh you got a proposal you got to be there at eight o'clock tomorrow morning it's 10 o'clock at night you finally finished it you're printing it out bam you're out of toner how many that has happened and so those little little graces that this day and age gives us is is a godsend and if we don't take advantage of them we're being silly and and being too hard on ourselves uh have the supplies in in stock and and have yourselves that mental um uh, peace of mind so that's the last thing that you're worried about your work you are now ready you are focused you are prepared you are delivering what you need to deliver time and time again you're going to be that dependable person that people know what they need out of you they're going to get and um what better way to feel confident and when you are going to get what they need from from whatever they are um, asking of you. 
Right, right. I mean, and we know our usage, you know, like when you think when you brought up the thing about the toner cartridges, like I know, you know, a color laser printer and a black and white laser printer in my business. Mm -hmm. I know four times a year, Mm -hmm. I need to replace those cartridges. Well, I also know that four times a year, I need to Mm -hmm. uh, replace my laundry soap. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, but I tend to order multiples. Like if I'm ordering, you know, detergent for the dishwasher, yeah. I'll order three of those. I'll order three toners. I always have one mm-hmm. extra because, you know, you pop one in there and the plastic snaps yep. off and now you're sunk. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and no, it seems, it seems a little extravagant maybe at first when you're, when you're making that purchase. But when you look at that, that long over practical by having the supply, when my kids were little, why I didn't have a carton of toilet paper down in, in the, in our downstairs, I don't know. Just having paper goods on hand, having cat food or dog food on hand. Those are the things that, you you know, come Sunday night, it's 10 o'clock, everything is closed. You don't want to be saying, oh my goodness, we are out of milk and we have no more toilet paper. You know, (laughs) you have to be prepared. And I live very close to stores. You are a little more remote than me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the wintertime, when all of a sudden, bam, a blizzard comes and you're either out of power or you can't get out of the house. Uh, you have different weather issues, but same thing. You know, sometimes those there are things that we can't predict or we at least prepared for them, then we don't have to worry about shifting or flexing too much. Right. Well, I think it's a difference in our, in our culture. Cause I remember my mom, when winter would start coming in Buffalo, she'd be like, Oh, well she would stock up on canned goods. She'd stock up, you know, yep. stock up just in case she can't get in the house. You know, she had a house full, full mm-hmm. of kids. And, um, I get that. But I think, you know, that same rule applies. Like if we're stocked up and I think because of the big box stores, and I think because of some of these things where we can buy in bulk now and save money, it is a cultural trend sure. to stock up. And, you know, when you said, I don't know why we didn't do Mm -hmm. it before, well, nobody did. Nobody did. You're right. Except, yes, I, my mom did the winter supplies and so did, so do I still. I make sure that I've got the canned goods and and whatnot. But, but yeah, I think in, in a business sense, um, that same thing does need to apply. I have to tell you that that is the voice of experience at night and having to deliver first be on the road by eight o'clock the next morning and the printer didn't, didn't, uh, ran out of ink. I've been there, done that. So never again, <laughs> never again. Once. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks That's Rob. It was a great show today. And and we'll be back again next week with another great episode. And um, <laughs> Rob, I just really enjoy you. We have a lot of fun and you know, we're going to go and be productive, make a lot of money and have a great week. On behalf of Sandra Beck, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort. So you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, tricks, and techniques on Coach.